Welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. Get ready for amazing attractions across America. Beer halls and bar rooms, banquets and beverages, a collection of characters and colleagues. No cupcakes. It's Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel. And now your hosts, the dudes of Dudes Dish Disney. Hello everyone and welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. Joining us today is Jonathan, our producer and resident tech dude. What's going on, guys? Also joining us is Ryan, our co-host, the number one Disney dude. What's up, dudes? And I'm Congo Carl, former Jungle Cruise skipper, and you know the rest. Welcome to this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. And this week, in another installment of Dudes Destinations, we're bringing you way down south to the bio, way down to Disney's Port Orleans Resort. Right, dudes? Yeah, but that was one of the worst southern accents I've heard out of anybody anytime. I now, I know, you, I know you and I are from the north here, but God, you can do better than that. I can't figure out if it was too twangy or not twangy enough. That's the problem. I just don't know which way he went there. Son of a gun, we're having fun on the bayou. It's not getting any better. Well, it's not southern. It's, it's Louisiana, which is different than south. Yeah, still terrible. Yeah. <laughs> still, still terrible. Well, I mean, if a couple of Sazeracs in, I got to work on it. All right. But we really uh, like this, uh, the Disney Port Orleans Resort, both the Riverside and the French Quarter. It's uh, really kind of s- symbolizes that first uh, moderate resort uh, that was at once considered two resorts, now blended into one. Um, historically and it does have that southern charm it does have that uh, Louisiana feel throughout Um, not only that New Orleans field but that more rural feel right down to all the details uh, including a wonderful swimming hole and uh, some wonderful places to eat drink and be merry as if you were in Louisiana itself so um, with that in mind we thought we would give you uh, all the rundown on the properties and um i will be right up front i have eaten at every restaurant and drank at every bar in this complex but i've never stayed here but luckily both the other dudes have and so we'll uh wax poetic on our wisdom about disney's port orleans resort um ryan you were just there recently why don't you take us through some of the layout and um and talk about some of the rooms and the options yeah, so Port Orleans Riverside is actually quite um, larger um, in terms of, you know, total resort size. It's comparable to, you know, Caribbean Beach or Coronado Springs, although the layout, I think, is much better um, at, at Port Orleans Riverside for the most part. There's a there's one or two buildings in the way back of the property that there's just no good way to get there. Um, but for the most part, the properties are connected together by a couple of bridges that connect to the main um, check-in area, the main lobby, dining area, and the main pool. Um, so it is pretty easy to get around from that perspective. Um, the resort itself, when you come in, pretty large parking lot out front, 
there's a main, like I said, the main entrance out front will bring you bring you in. Uh, as soon as you walk in, you have boat rights to your left, which is the main uh, sit down restaurant. Um, there's a bar before you get there as well. Uh, we can't miss the bar, but but you get to boat rights there, which is the main dining for both Port Orleans um, Riverside and French Quarter. That's the main sit down dining for both. And then you also have, of course, your quick your standard quick service mess hall, if you will. Uh, that does have a pretty decent amount of Cajun, Louisiana-based Creole-type food uh, in it. Uh, we can get to that later. Then you pop outside from there and right out back, uh, you're going to find the main transportation to Disney Springs, which is the Sasagula River boats. Um, uh, that'll take you to Disney Springs. And you'll also have right there the main pool, like I said. So everything's kind of everything that you can do on that resort from the arcade to the check-in to the dining to the pool is all kind of there in that one spot when you walk in. So I thought what was interesting in the theming of um, the combined resorts is obviously the French Quarter. The other side is themed to New Orleans. But when you get into the Riverside, um, you start off in the buildings and they look like... Uh, sort of classic southern mansions they call it magnolia bend right and it's sort of the the classic genteel southern charm mansions and then slowly as you get away um towards a section they call alligator bayou it's more rustic and looks more like backwater cottages and i thought that was clever you know the but do you know the difference in the rooms on the inside from those those variations yeah, I mean, there's a couple of different room types, obviously. You're going to have your preferred rooms, um, which are going to be close building 14. John can give us a good good idea of building 14 um, are going to be the rooms. And then some of the mansion-style rooms, you're going to have uh, what they call the royal guest rooms are going to be in those rooms. Those are very heavily, um, I don't want to say princess-themed, because there's some prince action going on in those rooms as well. Um, but they're actually really neat rooms, especially if you have somebody who's into royalty um because not only are they um um heavily themed towards royalty but it's like tiana's personal room for you right you walk in there's a little note from tiana on the table that welcomes you to the room and then there's portraits all around the room of your favorite princesses and then silhouettes of all the different princes um and then there's my favorite part about the room the kid the part that my kids loves the most is the um the headboard on those beds both have the LEDs that light up. If you've ever been to Disneyland uh, Hotel out in California, it's very similar, uh, not quite as classy, I would say, as that. But basically, it kind of shows the bayou. Uh, and then it has, if you press a button on the side of the headboard, it shoots off fireworks and it all lights up like lightning bugs are in the, are in the trees and stuff like that. So super cool rooms from that perspective. Um, and then, yeah, as you move towards the Alligator Bayou, you're moving towards French Quarter, right? So it just kind of is that transition from um, Port Orleans to French Quarter there. So, John, and you've stayed there at uh, at Riverside as well. Yeah, I um, it was a couple of years back now, uh, my wife and I for our uh, honeymoon ended up staying there. Uh, we got real lucky. Uh, we got uh, a little Disney magic and got upgraded uh to that building 14 that Ryan mentioned um, a few moments ago. We just booked a normal uh, standard room, but uh, mentioned that we were on our honeymoon and boom, Disney Magic came right in. But it's a great, great room. Um, 
great size. I mean, we were very fortunate. We got a corner room, which I think just the way that that corner room worked, I just felt like we had a little extra space in that corner. It was awesome. Um, definitely, definitely felt much larger than that room should have been. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, you stay in that that room. I mean, that area, it's everywhere is nice. Honestly, it really is. You know, there's a couple of things about the uh, uh, amenities, uh, recreation and everything that we can talk about uh, there. I think personally, because I've been to the uh, the pool bar um, for a moderate resort, I really like what they've done with the pool area. Uh, they call it Old Man Island, and the pool is actually three bridges across onto this uh, island, and the pool is in the center there, as well as uh, a wonderful place to grab a libation, um, and is very friendly. We've talked about it before uh, on our fishing series. There's a series of docks there, too, where you can rent a bamboo fishing pool, and the kids can fish off the docks, which is uh, very, uh, has you the the feel of being along the Mississippi, right? So um, the uh, there's a water slide there as you know, is kind of um, every pool is expected, but you really feel a little bit between the fishing and um, the theming and the, the trees draped in moss, you really feel like it's kind of like you're expecting Tom Sawyer to come around the corner with his fishing pole and stick his poles in the, stick his pole in the water and then stick his toe in the in the pool right so i i love it there but what i like most about it is the muddy rivers pool bar um have you guys had a drink there i had more than one drink there just a few weeks ago <laughs> yes. yes i had i had several libations there it's a isn't it a great spot to have a drink it is. Uh, unfortunately for us, there was one bartender who was a little bit frazzled because okay. there were maybe 30 people in line and six people bellied up to the bar. And he was the only one there running around. So uh, that didn't help. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, great frozen drinks, especially if you want to get one of those frozen cocktails. There's a front really port, front porch freeze, baby. Front yeah. porch freeze. Those are the those are the ones, right? The the Bacardi silver and all that good stuff in it. Yep, those are great. And there's also just a good like, I, uh, I'm, I'm not looking at the menu. I'm trying to go from memory, but I had a few libations. But there's there's a really good, a uh, couple of really good margaritas in there too. Just you got to state your standard frozen yep. margarita. But then there's a, I think they called it like a sunshine margarita or, or something. Got it. You that. got it. Yeah. yeah, that was really good too. So um, we enjoyed those. My wife and I both very much enjoyed those. The kids are learning how to swim on their own now. So we're able to have more drinks by the pool, um, which is fantastic. Um, and what's nice is when you grab one of those drinks, there's good shaded areas to sit with a drink. And there's also plenty of sun areas, right? So it's a really nice combination for a pool by Disney because not a lot of, especially not the moderate pools, not a lot of them have a shaded area and a, uh, an area in the sun, but throughout the day, there's several areas of both around that pool. Yeah. And the, and the bar is like so close to one section of the pool. It's like right there, you know? Yeah. It's at the least busy section of the pool too. Right. right. right? So there's, there's like a wall with like a, a waterfall um, yep. coming down over it, if you will. And and that's where the, the pool bar is. So if you want to go hang out over there, you don't have to deal with you know, children screaming in your ear either because right. those kids are on the other end of the pool typically. Right. And you can go around the, uh, like the, the, there's a deck around the muddy rivers and you can go around the other side away from the pool and look at the river and relax, yep. you know, yep. 
So I really like it. It's a great, um, when I'm doing a, uh, a bar crawl and definitely I, I like to start there while the sun's still out and, uh, and hit the muddy rivers. It's one of my, my favorites, not to downplay the, uh, one of my other favorites at the French quarter, but, but just, uh, I, I do like that, uh, that venue. Uh, damn, I wish I was there now, but, um, so, um, in addition to the pool, um, and the wonderful pool bar. There's other fun activities as you'd expect at the uh, resort, and uh, that you you know the moderate resorts as we talked about before have a little bit step up as far as recreation capabilities. Uh, did you take advantage of any of the uh, recreation there, John, when you were there, or uh, are you just kind of focused on the mainstays? So unfortunately, we didn't. Um do a lot of the recreation i mean we enjoyed the uh um the water transportation that was the one big one we uh, we definitely enjoyed um again we again being our honeymoon we uh we kind of sat back and relaxed a little bit during that so we didn't take full uh full advantage of everything the resort had to offer um but yeah i mean this resort has everything i mean it's got uh running trail it's got all kinds of stuff i mean you're not going. You're not going bored if you're staying. No, here. no. You've got a uh, big bike rental sec section there because there's so many trails. They also have the Surrey bikes, like they do over at the Boardwalk. So think about it. This is a moderate resort and has some of those functionality. But the one unique thing that is to there, um, and I only think the other place that you can experience this is over at the campground, um, is there's horse-drawn uh, carriages. That's kind of fun that you can go as a family, and they'll go. Uh, along the scenic banks of the Sasagula River, um, which is fun to do. It they do them in the evening and they do them, uh, you know, kind of a, in twilight. So uh, a nice leisurely uh, uh, experience that you can kind of rent that uh, horse-drawn carriage and go through the uh, the paths that are covered with the uh, southern southern oak trees and the pine and the moss carrying off of them. So. Um, there is, uh, and you can book them. It's it's a brief ride. It's not too long and too short. I think it's great for, it's less than a half an hour. It's like 25 minutes, 30 minutes. So kids don't get bored of it, right? Um, and it's just enough uh, for them to uh, to uh, to take a little ride with, uh, and get some close-up personal experience with one of the magnificent uh, horses that uh, Disney breeds and takes care of. So uh, that's a unique unique activity over there at the uh, at the Riverside. Did you take advantage of anything other than the uh, the pool when you were there, Ryan? No, uh, we didn't do anything like that. We certainly saw the carriages come up. Uh, they came up right around five o'clock, five thirty, somewhere in there. And you you could just—it's hilarious because you see them coming. There's like three or four in a row that come, and then they load people up and take them down or along the riverbanks. Uh, but they're popular. They get used for sure. Um, the other thing I noticed is is that the boats for fishing were really docked for the most part the entire time we were there we, i was looking to see if the the skipper of the boat was one of the ones that we had when we went out fishing but it uh, wasn't wasn't the same guy but um i was surprised to see that that they weren't being used very much because they're more popular in the deluxe resorts for sure um but yeah we didn't really take advantage of anything other than like john said to taking the boat to disney springs uh and going there yeah, I mean that, and that's a wonderful boat ride. Um, uh, that's a great way to do a uh, 
a bar crawl is on the Sasagula River and stop at both of those areas and Saratoga Springs and then end up in uh, in Disney Springs. So um, and then again, you know, one of the things we always talk about moderate resorts, the diversity in transportation. So every every uh, hotel property has bus, but this has the water transportation, which is a nice addition and variation to help you get around um, than taking the buses all day. Um, the other thing I want to mention about the is there is club level service. And you think of that as something as available only at um, at the uh, deluxe resorts, but you can get the club level concierge service there where someone will take care of you, make the reservations for things, et cetera. And that is available um, uh, you know, for people in various, the, the appropriate rooms that you might book. Um, and so that gives you some diversity in the rooms and, and how you can do that package. Um, and the other thing that, which is unique about this resort, not every resort offers it, is they're pet friendly. Yep, you can bring your woofers. There you go. You can absolutely bring your woofers. We saw more than one family have a dog uh, at the property. Uh, there are rules on how big the dog can be. Um, and there are definitely rules about where the dog can go. The dogs aren't supposed to go up on the beds and, you know, they're not supposed to do their business in the rooms, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, when bringing a dog, you want to make sure that you definitely have a well-trained animal um, because just because it's a dog friendly or a pet friendly resort doesn't mean that they're going to put up with yelping in the middle of the night, you know, that kind of stuff. So just something I kind of want to put out there. Thankfully, we didn't have to deal with any of that where we were, but, um, uh, you know, I love my dog, but I left him at home for a reason. Uh, on this trip, he's sometimes more challenging than my children are. So, uh, um, but yeah, so, but it was nice. It's nice to see, you know, just like John said, you got those running trails and those walking trails and people are out there going for long walks with their dogs, you know, to get them out and get them some exercise. And it's kind of cool to see. So let's dive a little deeper. You mentioned the dining. Um, has anyone uh, besides myself eaten at Boatwright's Dining Hall? I unfortunately have not. Uh, we only um, partook in the uh, quick service. So you were at the Riverside Mill Food Court, which yeah, is that okay? Yeah, we how had, was that? We had John? a lot of reservations uh, at other places. How was the food court there? Um, it was good. Uh, the food was uh, quite good. Um, we mostly partook in it uh, kind of later at night, uh, kind of when we got back in the parks. You kind of want that uh, that midnight snack, if you would uh, say. Um, which usually ended up being some uh, some chicken fingers and fries, kind of the uh, uh, the kind of standard go to, uh, and they were good. Um, they were very very good. Um, but everything else, I mean, the standard uh, quick serve uh, food that I've I've noticed, um, and the quality is there. I mean, it's the quality you expect from Disney. It's the quality you get from Disney uh, quick service. Um, it's it's not it's not an issue. I know some people don't care for that type of stuff, but. The quality is good and the food is really tasty. How about you, Ryan? Did you get eat at the, either the food court or boat rights? Um, we didn't eat at boat rights in this trip, but I did eat in boat rights uh, right before the pandemic. Uh, we had stayed at uh, French Quarter, um, um, but we did eat in the food court and a lot on this trip, um, just because breakfast, especially with the kiddos, uh, yeah. trying to get them, you know, bacon and eggs and all that good stuff pretty standard. I mean, there are some uniques, there is some unique stuff in there. Uh, like I said, it's kind of Creole or Cajun based foods that are in there, but you can also get a slice of pizza or a burger, you know, that kind of stuff in there. Right. 
Uh, it's so, decent. It's like any other quick service at, at Disney. Um, now, Boatwright itself, what you mentioned is a sit down. Um, years ago, we used to go there because they had a decent prime rib. Yeah. What I remember distinctly about their prime rib is it was, uh, you know, not only slow roasted, but a little bit of smoke flavor to it, like that Southern flow. And it was a decent, not the hugest prime rib you'd ever get, but decent flavor um, for what it was. And there weren't a lot of places on property to get prime rib. So we would make an effort to get over there and, and grab it. Um, and they also did, um, what I liked is they did that low country seafood boil but they did it with shrimp and mussels instead of crawfish because, you know, I'm not a fan of crawfish and a lot of people, it's an acquired taste, but they did it with shrimp and um, it was a lot more um, uh, for the average taste, uh, an experience you get through. And I thought the prices there, and maybe because it's at a moderate and it first sit down, were reasonable compared to a lot of places you know, at Disney. And usually sometimes when you're so isolated, you think that they're going to take advantage of you. But, um, but I found that to be the case. Um, we grabbed dinner there uh, one night. And then afterwards, it was my first time to experience one of the wonderful experiences all over Walt Disney World, which was none other than having some cocktails with our dear old friend at the River Roost, Yeehaw, Bob. You guys, that show is still one of my favorites. Now, I want to take you back. When the River Roost originally opened and I went to it, the um, the band that played there was Denny Zavitt and the River Rascals. And Denny Zavitt and the River Rascals, dating all the way back to the uh, 70s and 80s, used to play on um, the Empress Lily, which is now Fulton's, uh, in the stern wheel room, by the paddle wheel um and they used to do a, a hell of a show there every night and would take breaks in their sets and they would play, be playing there when uh it got taken over by another entity and it was no longer the empress lily they moved denny zavitt and the river rascals to river roost eventually though um you know he had to retire uh he was old when i was back there 40 years so he did retire and in came uh yeehaw bob and um, the um, the River Roost is sort of the standard bar menu. There's nothing really, uh, you know, you can get some of the New Orleans flavored uh, drinks and they do serve some light food, food there as well. So it's kind of like, you know, but it's one of those places that we've talked about it before where it's family friendly. The show is family friendly. So it's a sing-along, it's stuff for the kids. It's um, some humor that goes over the kid's head once in a while too it's definitely pokes fun at disney which is a lot of fun he sings disney music he sings classic things that you'd expect to hear in a bar uh down south or in new orleans and it's just uh it's literally a rocking good time and i can't recommend that show enough um get in there and have a couple of mules or some negronis or some uh palomas uh or the uh Poblona margarita. There's all kinds of good stuff to drink in that lounge. You guys, I take it, have never seen the show. I've seen um, the show. It, it, it's, it's a good time. It really yeah. is a good time. It is. So I'm pretty sure I had, uh, it's been a while since I've seen the show, but I'm pretty sure that I had 
dinner next to Yeehaw Bob in plain clothes, just normal old Bob, um, at at uh, Earl of Sandwich while I was there. <laughs> I was going to go grab a sandwich because my family hadn't been in yet. And uh, I got to be honest with you, for as much fun as he is on stage, he kind of creeped me out <laughs> by himself on the side. Super nice. Like, don't get me wrong. Super yeah. nice. Super friendly. Just kind of like, all right, you're a strange bird, you know, yeah. like, um, but uh, hey, that's why he's called Yeehaw Bob, I guess. Yeah, that's the persona that it's it's there, right? There's there's some people um, that are doing it. Look at, um, I hope it's an institution that stays. It's one of those things that it's good. It's kind of like, you know, the atmosphere of the dueling pianos, except this one's family friendly and dueling pianos, you know, is an adult cover charge at, at night. So um, we've done it. One of the first times I met um, Lee and Susie was at the River's Roost. We intentionally went there when he was going to perform, but he was out of town. So we missed him. So my first experience with uh, meeting Lee and Susie and some of the MVPs um, was going to be uh, also include Yeehaw, but that was not to be. It might have been too much excitement in one evening. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I know. It could have been. It, it could have been. I could have got out of control quick. <laughs> um, trying to remember the other MVPs that I met there that night. And there was three others. I, I don't want to name them and get it wrong. I have to go look at some some photos. I don't want to uh, label someone that I met. I wasn't there and vice versa. But if you met me there, you know who you are. <laughs> Glad to hear that they made an impression on you, Carl. <laughs> so, um, well, so moving right along, as so long as we're talking about um, food and um, and uh, beverages, the next options to eat is over at the French Quarter. And before we do that. Is there really any difference in the room options at the French Quarter as you'd get over there? Um, well, I guess it, it depends on what you define as the room options, right? I mean, the, the biggest thing about French Quarter is that it's compact. So in terms of room options, they're all close to transportation and dining in the pools. So if, you, if you're talking about the interiors of the rooms, I wouldn't say that they're anything too special or anything too different from that perspective. Um, but in terms of location, you, you really can't have a bad location. The one big difference between uh, the two in terms of what they can offer in the rooms, though, is that Port Orleans offers not only the pet friendly, but also the fifth room sleeper. Yes. And the and French Court and French Quarter Riverside offers that French Quarter does not. Right. So if you have five people in your party, you are not able to stay at French Quarter. You can walk there. And you can enjoy everything there, but you can't you can't stay there. Yeah, good, great point, right? And a uh, little, I think you know that's why the the rooms are a little bit more expansive and spread out at Riverside, is they do accommodate a number of those rooms, which are very popular in the moderate resorts. Um, you know, I, more and more people I have have booked want that that five, the ability to five, even if there's only four people, just so they can spread out, right? Um, so that's great. And um, not to be outdone, but a lot of a fun pool as far as atmosphere. I don't think the theming is as um, intense as Old Man River in that themed area. But there is a Mardi Gras themed pool over at the French Quarter side, which um, King Neptune sits right out there uh, 
riding a giant sea serpent, and that sea serpent is a slide, this huge slide that goes in. Um, and so it's it looks like you know something right off a of Mardi Gras float, right? It, that those colors and the vibrant colors and everything. So it's it's really kind of gaudy and out there, but it fits with the themes of of New Orleans. So can I just point out that you said that you don't think it's as much themed as the Old Man River and then went in to talk about how gaudy it is? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a different kind of theme, right? Like gaudy, I think, is the perfect way to describe it. And it, it, you nailed it. It's perfect New Orleans. You know, the whole thing, you very much feel more in a cartoon atmosphere there than you do in Rivers. Side. A little um, less shade at that pool, as you pointed out, than the other. No pool. shade at that. Right. Pool. <laughs> no shade. At that pool. You will fry like bacon in that pool. Yeah. I wonder. That's why they um, call the the sea serpent scales, as people will fry out there, and yeah, <laughs> if they were uh, it's, out of water. <laughs> it's a fun little pool, right? My, you know, for the kids especially. I think the younger kids appreciate the the Port Orleans French Quarter pool more than the um riverside pool the older kids probably like the riverside pool a little bit more uh just because the slide i think is a little bit better for the older kids um but there's also a nice little splash pad area you know that that's in the french quarter that my kids loved when they were you know young enough to be able to go go in there um but yeah i mean it's a smaller pool smaller pool area all in the sun way more gaudy <laughs> yeah. for sure uh, um and it's also right by where you get out to go get on the boat um uh to go down the sassagula river so it's all kind of again compact right there that's right now their pool bar unlike um unlike the one at old man island which is right there with views of the pool their pool bar is a fun bar but it's separated from the pool it's actually outside the gates of the pool Mm -hmm. And um, so it's a total different vibe, but it's a great vibe and a great bar because it's kind of the bar that if you're walking by, if you're staying at the uh, French Quarter and you're walking around there for a week, you can't help but one time stop in and have a drink because you pass by it so many times. It sits on the corner there and it has some great uh, beverages too, like you'd expect, you know, a hurricane, uh, a drink called All That Jazz, which is... Uh, they're into this whole gate of melon juice, which I really don't understand because I'm not a fan of Midori melon liquor, but they do it in a lot of the drinks there, especially when it's really hot. But um, but it's popular along with the standards like uh, like the bourbon breeze, etc. Um, it's all there. But the fun part about Mardi Gras is Mardi Gras has some of the most seasoned bartenders in all of Walt Disney World. They've been there since opening. They stay there. They have a following. Um, there's people that call them by name. And yes, if you're there having a good time and you hoot and holler and, and uh, tip their drinks, they'll throw some beads at you, you know, and you can be sitting at the pool all day collecting beads, just like you were on Bourbon Street. So a lot of fun, a lot of after. And what makes it is the is really the people, the staff there um, that really epitomize uh, cast members, but uh, just some great, great bartenders at Mardi Gras. I would like to point out that there are other ways of getting beads in New Orleans that you cannot use to get beads at French Quarter. It is not appropriate. <laughs> well, but the pool is so close by. I don't. <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
Moving uh, on. <laughs> the um, yeah, so that's that's what's uh, up for uh, for cocktails. A more formal uh, place to get a cocktail in the evening, and just as fun and newly expanded in recent years is the Scat Cats Club slash Lounge. Did you stop in there while you were there, guys? Did you check it out? Yeah, we checked it out. Um, we definitely checked it out. I mean, we had to walk over to get beignets. So while we were walking over to get the Mickey beignets, we definitely checked out the Scat Cat, Cat Club. And when we stayed there, we definitely hung out in the Scat Cat Club for a little bit. It's a tiny little spot. You know, it's it's cramped in there, but it's fun. You know, it's kind of got that old back room kind of feeling to it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a fun spot for sure. So yeah. they, yeah, they have some unique cocktails. Did you get the chance to drink any of them, John? Or uh, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to drink anything while I was uh, over there. Uh, we were just kind of passing through, kind of uh, just chilling, kind of taking a look at everything. Uh, unfortunately, there was no drink uh, at that time. I kind of wish there was because the menu looked good, but we just we didn't have the time to uh, do it at that time. Unfortunately, when they expanded the um, the uh, the lounge area, and only a couple years ago. Um, they decided to serve, which I thought was first unusual, but it is a lot of fun. And maybe you've had them more recently, Ryan, but they do beignets in the bar. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, you're thinking about a bar and how does that go? And, um, so they do the traditional Mickey shaped beignets, right. And they're, you know, with red pepper jelly or pimento cheese and, you know, the powder sugar plain or with these sort of dips or fillings. But they also do some really crazy things with it. The Baton Rouge beignets are two beignets with either choice of Bailey's Irish cream, the liquor, Kahlua liquor, or rum chata, and they're in syringes and you pump them into the beignets, right? So it's that liquor dessert there. Um, and they're really popular. I just, so many people were ordering them. So, so I'm like, okay, so they're, they're mixing alcohol with this pastry. I get it. Right. Um, yeah. You're a beignet fan, Ryan. What do you think? Uh, boozy beignets are pretty solid. I'm not going to lie, but uh, it is weird injecting it with a syringe because it goes everything against everything you're taught as a child on Halloween, <laughs> eating candy with something that had a syringe in it, you know, but um, it's, it is the Kahlua one was really good uh um and baileys i mean yeah you know me i'm the irish yeah. guy if you put me with baileys i'll find a way to make it work right <laughs> so um yeah they're good they're good for sure uh i've had my fair share of boozy sweets and boozy milkshakes and things like that in my day uh i would put this up there against any of them in terms of how good they taste but they are a little sloppy to eat you know so <laughs> so they're not they're not um they're not exactly the easiest way to, to tie on a, a little bit of booze. So you're saying you had beignet boy breath afterwards? Um, everybody gets beignet boy breath afterwards, <laughs> yes. What I also liked, because I went there and um, uh, snacked, it was a night that I didn't you know, go to boat rights. Um, so you get into this whole thing with the beignets and you look at the menu and everything must be used out of that same system with friolators that they're doing to puff up the beignets. Because they have these Mardi Gras fritters, which is pimento cheese fritters, which is kind of a take on the um, the the pimento and cheese southern sandwiches out there. Very tasty. I am a seafood fan. I love the oyster beignet po'boy, which they basically took 
the Mickey shaped beignet and split it and put in fried oysters and then the rumelade sauce and all that good stuff. Very good. Um, I like oyster probes when I'm down in uh, Louisiana and I, these were just as good. And the, but they did potato puffs and the wings that we had tasted some of the wings they were really for an, um, a little place. They put out some great um, food and I think it was because they knew people would be drinking um, and at the chance. Now, what what's disappointing is they don't play as frequently the music. Um, under the old place, there was music five nights a week there and it was jazz music, which I particularly like and enjoy. And um, they don't do as much of that now and it's hard to see the schedule and everything. So if you are staying there on our recommendation, if we do book you uh, there, we'll do some research for you, look at, look ahead and see what nights um, there is some music there because it is nice if you're going to plan a hotel day or a hotel night to, to finish off the evening with some beignets and some New Orleans jazz um, over at the, at the cafe there. So um, great time. And it, it amazes me that this restaurant between um, Yeehaw Bob and everything going on at Scat Cats has these two really cool bars at, the, at it. And they also have two really cool pool bars at it. So um, if you were to stay there, you've got lots of options uh, to have a good time. Um, now, those I've had, so those, those casual, casual experiences with eating and drinking there, I didn't go to uh, the other food options there. So I don't know if I can comment them. Have you guys tried any of the other uh, options on site, which is I know would be the Sasagula Float Works and Food Factory? So unfortunately, again, I, I have not. I wish I had. It, the food, the I looked at the menu. It looks good. It does. I just, again, just when I was over there, I didn't have time and it didn't, it didn't work into my schedule, but they do have a good menu. They really do. Yeah, I also did not um, go in there at all, uh, to be honest with you. I, I'm one of those people that, you know, when I'm um, on resort, I don't usually eat at my resort. You know, usually if I'm going to go in there, it's when I'm somewhere else. It's because I I like to try all the different things in the parks and around downtown or Disney Springs and around all that, right? So uh, I did miss this one, but I do, I do agree with John that there are... Um, there's some good stuff that's in here. It's, you know, your, your typical kind of on resort kind of food again. And again, you know, they're putting some uh, Louisiana charm in it, you know, some shrimp and grits and jambalaya and stuff like that. So um, I, it's, can you get the beignets there as well? Um, I don't remember, but I don't believe so, but it's like right next door. Right. Right. So, it, you know, you, you literally just walk right over and you can bring the food back and, and, and eat it. Um, there was a time when everyone was into, um, you know, jambalaya and all the Cajun stuff. And like, it was so popular, it was all over the country, especially down South. And again, between the, the two options there, they have it. Um, a friend of mine swears by the French dip sandwich over there. Again, I haven't had it, but he says, man, if I'm going to grab something quick, they make a great uh, French dip sandwich. So um Sounded good to me the way he described it. Yeah, I think when we were in there, you know, when we stayed there, we popped in there 
once or twice for breakfast, but we wound up just going and getting beignets, you know? So it's, <laughs> it's like when you're there, especially because those, that's the only place in Orlando Disney that you can get beignets is at the, is at Port Orleans French quarter. Right. So when you're there, you take full advantage of getting those beignets. Well, you know, for now, right. For now, that's the only place for now, for now. Correct. But, but I'm just saying, you know, that's, It'll be a lot easier, I guess, to try some of the other stuff. But, yeah. you know, the, I'm not going to lie to you. The burger with pimento cheese on it did strike, you know, uh, a thought in me. Like, maybe I should try that. But <laughs> I also, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't trust Disney quick service burgers. So, right. Right. I mean, they're, yeah, they're no, fine. I, they're not bad burgers, but I give me a real burger. That that's why the French dip, I think, was so appealing. But anyways, um, so you've got if you think about it, that massive of a resort, two quick service, um, one sit down dining, four bars, um, just a ton of options there, and you know some some live entertainment at each. So it really is, you know, it's priced as a moderate, but it has a lot of the amenities that you would expect at a deluxe resort when you start to think about it. Now, the other thing, as you mentioned, is a good point on the food, Ryan, is you are right at the doorstep to Disney Springs, right? And you can take those boats over to Disney Springs. So that's probably why people don't get a chance to wine and dine that much at the resorts, because everything in the world is at your fingertips at Disney Springs, right? And we've had whole shows on that. So it's it's very tempting on if you have an arrival day or a non-park day, a resort day, that you would just go to Disney Springs and try one of the many great places there and, and kind of skip over that. Uh, but I, like I said, I like to do a pub crawl and hit all four places to have a cocktail there and then finish up at Disney Springs. And that's what I, exactly what I was in the middle of doing when I met Lee and Susie that night. So um, it's a great take. Um, and a lot of locals, I think, do that too. You meet a lot of local people because they like Yeehaw Bob and they like ending up at Disney Springs and, um, you know, they can jump on those boats just as easy as anyone up and down the river. So it's it's one of the easier places. It's one of the easier resorts to access if you're not staying there or don't have a reservation because of Disney Springs. Right, yeah. right. So um, a wonderful, uh, wonderful thought. Anything I'm, we're missing on the uh, on the French Quarter as far yeah. as... The only thing I'm going to add is that the French Quarter, if you're looking for that, what you may consider is that traditional party kind of uh, vibe, you know, between the two Port Orleans resorts, French Quarter is your way to go, right? If you're looking for that more traditional downtown New Orleans, uh, you know, kind of like what you see out in Disneyland with the historic mansions and the amazing architecture and kind of that side of uh, Louisiana, you're going to want to be more Riverside. You know, so that that's just there's definitely there's definitely a difference. And it's very clear from the river. If you're on the boat, you know, one's super color and all crazy. The other's kind of just gray stone brick and, you know, not not so crazy. But both are great resorts. Um, French Quarter is beloved by many Disney fans, if for no other reason than just how small it is. You know, that's such a huge benefit. Uh, and like Carl said, there's so many amenities for a, a moderate resort that you don't get at a lot of other moderate resorts so um yeah that that's all i would add to what we've talked about yeah a lot of plus sizes to this as a resort and what's available um you know the only thing that you see as a constant challenge is you are taking buses to the parks uh day and night right 
So your limitation to the park transportation is buses. Yeah. And you should know if you're at Riverside, you need to pay attention to where your bus is picking you up and dropping you off, whether you're north, south, west, or at the main entrance, right? Which I think is the south bus bus drop. You got to pay attention to where it is because you get off on the wrong one. It's a long walk sometimes to where you need to get to the other place. Are you uh, speaking from experience, Ryan? No, actually, uh, we. I, I want to tell this story really quick. We met this uh, as as you tend to do sometimes, right? You're on a you're on a bus coming back from the parks. It's the end of the night. All the kids are asleep in your arms and whatever, and the adults are talking, right? And we met this really nice family um, uh, on our last trip, uh, and they were the ones that were like, "Oh, which stop are you guys at?" And we're like, "Oh, we're at the main stop. Don't worry, we're close to the to the front." And they were, and they were telling me how they got lost and they had to like hold a kid and carry him across and whatever, but. Uh, we didn't actually get this family's name, uh, and I wish we had because I'd give them a shout out here, but um, they actually were on their last night of their trip, and uh, their daughter was about a year older than my daughter, and they were leaving for the last time in a while, and they had all these princess dresses, and they said, do you guys want these? Because she's growing out of them. She's not going to use them. She wants to give them away to somebody. And she saw your daughter is about her size. Would you guys want them? So they literally gave us a bag full of, I would say, 10 different Disney dresses, some of them with the tags still on, right? I mean, brand new Belle, Ariel, like you name it. It was a super cool experience, you know, to like just meet these giving people in the middle of Disney where everybody complains about how expensive things are. And these people are like, hey, you know, we were going to give them away. We're happy to give them away to somebody who we know will enjoy them, you know, so kind of a cool experience that I thought would be fun here. The magic of Walt Disney World. So whether you want to uh, go way down south, uh, out on the plantations along the Sasagula River, or you want to revel in the romance and pageantry of New Orleans historic French Quarter, the Riverside and French Quarter Resorts might just be what you're looking for. So until next time, later dudes. Later dudes. Later dudes. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. Please check us out on social media, on Facebook at Dudes Dish Disney, on Instagram at Dudes Dish Disney, on Twitter at Disney underscore dish. Please visit our sponsor, Magic Vacations, at magicvacations.net. More than just a travel agency, Magic Vacations has over 60 Magic Vacation planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service. Using a Magic Vacation planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details. For all of your Disney, Universal, cruise and global travel, go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations, discover the magic of travel.